Maybe there was going to be an attack. And seeing as we had a big march on game scheduled for that afternoon, we needed an Indian attack like a looking cop. So they sent me out there as a peace emissary to deal with the local tribal leader. So I put together a posse. And as we rode, the posse started singing the tale of Irving. A little song they wrote kind of to spoof me, but kind of salute me as well. The Ballad of Irving. And I always liked when they sing as we rode on the lonesome prairie. I felt quite honored to actually have a tune all about me. He was short and fat and rode out of the west with a Mogan David on his silver vest. He was mean and nasty right clear through, which was kind of weird because he was yellow too. They called him Irving. Big Irving. Big short Irving. Big short fat Irving. The 142nd passive gun in the West. He came from the old barn that's was spread with a 10-gallon yarmulke on his head. He always followed his mother's wishes. Even on the range, he used two sets of dishes. Fastest gun in the West. A hundred and forty-one could draw faster than he, but Irving was looking for one forty-three. Walked in the saw saloon like a man insane and ordered three fingers of two cents plain. Irving. Big fat Irving. Big short Irving. The hundred and forty-second fastest gun in the West. One day, Bad Max happened in the town. His aim was to shoot that Irving down. Bad Max said, draw and draw right now. And Irving drew, drew a picture of a cow. Irving. Second pass of gun in the West. The James Boys was coming on a train of first son on the town to Irving. We need your gun. When that train pulled in at the break of dawn, Irving's gun was there, but Irving was gone. Irving. Big fat Irving. Big health Irving. The 142nd fastest gun in the West. Well, finally, Irving got three slugs in the belly. It was right outside the frontier deli. He was sitting there twirling his gun around, and Butterfingers Irving gunned himself down. Irving. Second fastest gun in the West. Really? And we laughed. I said, you guys are Michigas with that song. I'm not going to shoot myself in the belly. What are you hocking me? But it passed the time as we rode on the trail. Schwitz from the pits.
horse with the sun coming down, feeling schwach, the stench from the horses making me nauseous. I was the only sheriff in the West that got nauseous on a regular basis. But finally we came up to the Indian village. There they were. And we hear you're planning a raid. We don't want you hawking us this afternoon. We got a big Marjan game. And, I mean, we have so much in common. I mean, you Indians and we chosen. I mean, after all, you're tribesmen. I'm a tribesman. Right? You do the rain dance. We dance the horror. And let me tell you, sing that song you were singing again. Thanks, thank you. So why do we have to fight? You scalp the white man, we eat the white fish. You kill with bows and arrows, we kill with guilt. You smoke the peace pipe, we blow the chauffeur. You bury the hatchet, we bury the dishes. You see what we got there? Uh, you had a homeland stolen. Ours was stolen again and again. Uh, you live on reservations. Uh, our wives make them for dinner. We don't have to fight. Uh. Of all the things we've lost, we miss our minds the most. <laughs> the Grease Man Show. Let me take a quick break and then I'm back. My number's 1-800-544-9294. Put it in your roller decks. Stand by for more of The Grease Man Show. What you have for breakfast in the morning. Please. And Dunkin' Donuts has solved that problem. It's a coffee combination breakfast. My eyelids are growing heavy. They have a breakfast special that includes a medium cup of their fresh ground, fresh brewed coffee, an egg and cheese sandwich, and a donut, all for just $1.99. I'm drifting slowly away. Uh-huh. Well, knowing there's a whole delicious fresh breakfast and a fresh brewed cup of coffee for you at Dunkin' Donuts for only $1.99 is enough to put any mind at ease. I feel myself hanging up. I do hope you appreciate that not many friends would wake someone up in the middle of the night just to help them sleep better. I am fast asleep. Now at Dunkin' Donuts, wake up and get a fresh brewed cup of coffee, an egg and cheese sandwich, and your favorite donut for just $1.99 at participating shops through April 9th. Jack and Topicality and more. Plus a song or two, he'll sing us and bring us some ingus. But the search for some lucidity's a chore. Slaying and led with Sergeant Fury. It's a worry, it's a worry, but it's just as empty. Flashback, nothing more. So, bang, out, boy, and hobble the game. His best is playing, you see. Yeah, the reason is just back when you and me. Changing the way America speaks. The Grease Man. Weeknights at 6 on 94 WISP. We have now taken full control of your radio. Left channel, right channel. Fasten your seatbelt and get ready to be taken into a whole new dimension. Get ready for the Grease Man Show. On 94 WISP Philadelphia. Ready for countdown. T minus 10, 9, 8, 7. So you got this elephant, and he's always dreamed of making love to a mouse. 
Let me activate the telephone line. Uh, 1-800-544-9294. Feel free to dial up and be a part of the fun. Had another aftershock yesterday. It was kind of weird. I felt like it was divine intervention almost. <laughs> there I was. Uh, happened, what time? About 1.30 in the afternoon? Yeah. Uh, I realized the sun was over the yard arm. So I was uh, making my first martini of the day. Yes. And uh, as I stood there, swizzle stick in my hand, all of a sudden the ground started to shake. And I was like uh, going back and forth, back and forth. And then uh, I realized that I no longer needed the swizzle stick. Why is that? Apparently God likes his martinis shaken, uh, not stirred. Wow. Wow. Is that something? Yeah. Uh, you just listen to the car alarms after it happens. It's getting so it doesn't even bother you anymore. You just go about your business. Everybody's becoming an expert. Now it's a 5-2. 5-3. neighbors walk around. Everybody okay? All right. Back to the bowl game. Ain't nothing like it. Had a great time in Atlanta. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I tell you what. Nothing like hitting the stage. Uh, nothing like going nuts, nuts, nuts. Uh, doing a show. Uh, I had my guitar working up there. I was telling my joke. Sweat was coming down my back. I want to thank everybody that came out and uh, helped us raise money for the concerns of police survivors there at Rupert's. It was a good time. And uh, uh, had a little incident on the way back, though. Had a little incident on the way back. It's nice to get on the plane after you've done a hell of a show. You know, you you just kind of letting you let letting the, uh, the pressure. I mean, it's I've been doing it a long time, but it's it's nice to just kind of ease off a little bit. So I'm sitting there just quietly getting into the flight. I'm laying in there, got my feet up. Flight attendant came by. She said, sir, can I get you something? Oh, my God, it's grease. I know what you want, bone-dry martini, don't you? I said, yeah, thanks, little miss. <laughs> so she went forward, and I saw the, the door to the cockpit open up, and the guys peeked out. Sure enough, as we were whiffing along there, I heard the captain come on. And welcome aboard, ladies and gentlemen. Of 
Exhausted, you sit in the plane, it's kind of therapeutic. You head lolls up against the window. I'm about to fall asleep when all of a sudden I noticed something wasn't right. There was like a little vibration in the plane. There was, uh, and all of a sudden, there's this like, uh, and I can see the flight attendants, they were just sitting there because they'd already serviced dinner and they, they jumped up and they start running around and then all of a sudden the oxygen mask dropped out like, oh my god oh my god well i'm looking at everybody's oxygen mask drops down but mine i'm thinking wait a minute what did the captain say we were at thirty-one thousand feet okay and then i'm looking at this all these people doing just like it says in the video the the, the women are putting the oxygen masks over their kids and then, they, then they're putting their own on. Everybody's sitting there, finally, with an oxygen mask on, except for me. So I jump up, I say, what am I? Stop living! Right out loud there. I panicked. I figured, air. Air, I gotta get some air! I turn around and I punch out the window next to me. Well, when you know that caused rapid decompression, people start getting sucked out. One by one, what's going out there? I mean, trays are flying, suitcases are flying. I saw some businessmen go by. I mean, Little children, I saw none get sucked out there. You see, I had my seatbelt cinched real tight. I was kind of there next to the window, so well, all the suction was going right by me. I mean, my tire was sucked out of there, but it was still attached to me. So, so, so finally, finally, I leapt up, knowing full well that with my muscle mass, I would block the window. I put my huge stuckers in the window, and wham, stopped the flow of everything going out there. People finally got up off the floor. A flight attendant with a bloody nose, a gash in the top of her head. Said, my God, look at that man. There's a man keeping the window. Oh, my God. I didn't have the heart to tell him it was me that put his fist through it in the first place. Well, that's how I rode in the aircraft, and the captain came out and said, you think you can handle it? I said, hey, I can handle it, son. He said, you can keep us from rapid decompression. Just stay right there. I'll bring the plane down immediately. Sure enough, they landed without incident, and afterwards there was a press conference. People were gathered around, and I'd like to introduce the man that saved the lives of the remaining passengers on board. His name is Nino Griswadelli, who selflessly wedged himself in an open window, uh, keeping the rest of the passengers from being sucked out. Griswadelli. That's when I jumped up and I said, well, I wasn't totally motivated by heroics. You see, 
All of a sudden, I noticed that the drink cart was the next thing that was going to be sucked out. Well, that's when I leapt into action. We're really going to get down to the nitty-gritty. The Duke of Dangle. His Highness of Hobble. The Grease Man. The Grease Man. All right, I'm ready to go to the blower. 1-800-544-9294. Charlie Rock and Roll, but I like it. Let's take a couple of calls on the blower. Uh, feel free to buzz me at 1-800-544-9294. Hi, you made it. What's up? Yes, uh, I'd like to know your philosophy on driving. My philosophy on driving? Yeah, because I drive an hour and a half every day. And My serious philosophy? Or no, a joke. My serious philosophy is just take it light. Pop on the radio. Here I am telling jokes. Don't get bent out of shape if someone cuts you off. Not worth dying in a gunfight over who had right away. You know what I'm saying? That's my philosophy. So uh, crank up the radio. Thanks for listening to me. And just go with the flow, man. Go with the flow. Uh, hi, it's Grace. Grace, man. How you doing, buddy? Fine. Listen, man, you got a plug in my medical terminology class today. Oh, really? Yeah, the teacher was talking about the digestive system. Yes. And, of course, she got to that famous line. She said, the duodenum, or if you're a fan of the Grease Man, is it duodenum? Well, that's great. Yeah, so here she is. She's an older gal, but she listens, man. So you're you're getting around. That's great. Well, I like that. I think that's important. People of all ages should listen to the ring dang do. This is true, and it helps further education. That's right. Now you knew right away when she when she was coming up to the duodenum. You said, "Is she going to say duodenum or is she going to say duodenum?" And I was waiting for it, and she gave me both. How do you like that? Well, I think they're both interchangeable, sir. Listen, I got a joke for you too. You think you can handle it? Go ahead. I, and I'm ready for the challenge. All right. Okay. What do you call a young girl from Tijuana? A young girl from Tijuana, what? A Mexican hairless. A Mexican hairless. Ooh. <laughs> that's, that's a little spicy there, buddy. A little on the spicy side. Uh, so you want stories, do you? Well, let me give you a story. I'll give you a story. Give you a story of mercenaries. Rather, missionaries. The mercenaries are coming later. We got a heavy-duty Sergeant Fury, so stand by for that. But first, I think before we start out with lead slinging and brutalization of the human spirit, I think we should talk about love. I think we should remember that he walks with me and he talks with me. He tells me I am his own. Yeah, missionaries. Headed into deepest, darkest Africa. Well, there was this one. Father Mulruli. I mean, he was bound and determined to get the natives in this one village leading Christian life. I mean, he was sick of everybody being a untouched by the ways of the Lord. So when he got up at this village, he started going with a frenzy. Everybody he saw walking along, he baptized. And if he saw a man and a woman walking along, he married them. I mean, he'd just stop them right there in their tracks. See, by the power vested me, by the good Lord Almighty, everybody, husband and wife. He'd see a guy down by the creek washing something, he'd dunk his head and baptize him. Till he finally hit the whole village. Finally, one of the tribal elders said, Father, Everyone happy you come. Father said, I oh, enjoyed the baptisms and the marital ceremonies, did you? Well, tell me, which one do you like better? The tribal elder said, we enjoy marital ceremony better. And father said, why is that? The chief said, 
Because we all got new wives. Oh, no! There's more coming up on The Grease Man Show. Going to take a quick break. Still ahead, some Sergeant Fury, Charles, and Die. We'll find out what's going on with them. Some using that thing. Maybe a new addition to the Hop of the Gaga handbook. We'll check in with Clinton and the Punk at the Oscars. Oh, Nelly. Got a Lollapalooza of a show for you. Stand by. There's more of the Grease Man Show. Legend. The all-new Grease Man Show on the Classic Rock Station, 94 WISP. Let's do a topicality check. My telephone number is 1-800-544-9294. As it is today, after two years of separation, the Duchess of York is legally free to get a no-hassle divorce from Prince Andrew. Uh, but a London TV interview revealed that she doesn't seem so inclined. When the interviewer addressed her as Sarah Ferguson, she corrected her. I'm married. I'm the Duchess of York. She also wore her ruby engagement and gold wedding rings. The Duchess indicated that while a reconciliation wasn't in the cards, the couple wanted to keep a close association because of their daughters, Beatrice Five and Eugene. Uh, that's not true. The, the deal is, she gets a divorce. He'll still be Prince Andrew, but she'll be uh, Fergie. Fergie Ferguson, huh? Uh, think about that. Stumbling along with a cigarette hanging out of her mouth, sitting in a bar room somewhere. Hey! Hey! There's a girl out there to get a drink around here. She gets a divorce. She'll be sitting there with her ever-broadening tochash, uh, going home with strange men at night. I used to be somebody. They used to roll out red carpets for me. Yeah, uh, both Fergie and Diana would be crazy to get a divorce. They'd be out of their minds to give all that up. Sure, uh, their marriage may not be all there was, but a divorce, believe me. Now, I know my critics would say, but Grace, she'll, she'll at least lead a happier life. She could volunteer at the library twice a week, and maybe one day she'll meet some slob who, uh, you know, works 90 hours. Nah, she's not getting a divorce. Give up that gold mine. That's why Charles and I, you know, while they're not living together, they still get together for a little bit of the old what hole. <laughs> But you're going to have to get the dog out of the bed. Don't be ridiculous, Diana. Parker sleeps at the foot of my bed every night. Nice to have him there. Faithful, loyal, flea-bitten. I'm telling you, Charles, you can just go home. Diana, he's excited. The big hunt tomorrow. He'll be leading the pack of dogs. Charles, I'm laying down the law. If you expect any nookie whatever tonight, the dog is sleeping in the hallway. All right, then. Come on. Come on, Parker. Come on, Parker. You go sleep outside. Come on. There's a good fellow. Lie down now. Lie down. And Diana, I believe you said something about looking. Yes, Charles, it has been a while. I think our marriage has actually perked up since we've been apart. Seeing each other on the sly like this, 
Oh, if Fleet Street knew that you were still pouring the coal to me. I think... Oh, damn that dog. I can't make love with that infernal noise out there. Well, then, Diana, I guess we'll just have to let the dog in, eh? No, Charles, I won't. Oh, good. All right, let the damn thing in, then. Come on, Parker. There you go. That's it, on the foot of the bed. All right, yeah. All right, then, if you would please, Diana, pass me a tartar. Ah, uh, here you are, Charles. All right, then, let me gain access. Here we are. Easy, Charles. Easy, it's been a while, you know. Who are you trying to kid? You have two children already. Right? Well, here we are. Yeah. Wonderful. Yes, Charles, it was rather nice. You know, I was thinking, Charles. together, you never were very much the gourmet. And yet last night, you thrilled me with an hour and a half of the best gobbledygook I've ever had. Good God, Diana! I had nothing to do with it! Parker! Parker, get in here! Man show. Yes, the Beatles, the Greek man parking, loving life, great time of year. Springtime's in the air. Uh, boy, I can feel it everywhere. 1-800-544-9294. Feel free to dial me up with your springtime love story. I know you got one. Because I got a bunch of them. Springtime loving, man. All I do is think spring, and I feel a little little constriction. I feel my jeans starting to fit tight. Oh, God, I think about it. Spring. Somebody been using that thing. Somebody been using that thing. George boy, somebody been using that thing. Well, I fell in love with the Peach Blossom Queen. She rode in the parade with a zesty sheen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. George boy, somebody been using that thing. 
Somebody been using that thing. Somebody been using that thing. Georgia boy, somebody been using that thing. Well, I loved a girl allergic to pollen. With all that sneezing, look, the hydraulics have fallen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Georgia boy, somebody been using that thing. Somebody been using that thing. Somebody been using that thing. Georgia boy, somebody been using that thing. Well, I knew a girl who wore a tank top. Just loved to watch them tatas flop. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Georgia boy, somebody been using that thing. Somebody been using that thing. Somebody been using that thing. George boy, somebody been using that thing. I knew a girl put a buttercup under her chin. Said, all right, baby, let the snarling begin. Yeah. Yeah. George boy, somebody been using that thing. Somebody been using that thing. Somebody been using that thing. Georgia boys, somebody been using that thing. Well, I knew a girl. We frolicked in a field of clover. I sit down on all fours and bark like Rover. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Georgia boys, somebody been using that thing. Somebody been using that thing. Somebody been using that thing. George boy, somebody been using that thing. Well, I knew a girl met her on spring break. We hobbled so much the hydraulics were caked. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. George boy, somebody been using that thing. Somebody been using that thing. Somebody been using that thing. George Boy, somebody been using that thing. You're rocking with the Grease Man Show. Cutting loose. He's a troublemaker's what he is. He's a nut. Doodad swaying like a moose. Did you hear that, boy? Go away. Last of his theater slinging lead. Traveling south the land of the dead. Grease Manelli is on the air. Whacking away his old costal hair. Number 1-800-544-9294. Got to take a break. But I think when we come back, it'll be time for Clinton and the punk, you know, the Oscars and all. I wonder if they'll go as a couple, do you think? And if they'll be sharing the same seat. When we watch the camera panning the crowd, will we see them embracing? Oh, God. Stand by. That's all ahead. Lots more, too. Uh, there'll be more of the Grease Man Show. 20 You're listening to the Grease Man on the classic rock station, 94 WISP. <laughs> And I'm parking, uh, parking, uh, one little dum day, uh, taking calls. You know the usual. You know my job description, swapping stories, singing tunes, uh, uh, solving problems at 1-800-544-9294. Or you can fax me. The fax line works 24 hours a day. 213-850-0986. Hi. How you doing, Grease Man? Yeah, what's on your mind? Uh, well, my little sister, she dropped out of school. Now she has tomorrow, just tomorrow, to go back. And I want her to go back. Could you give her some advice for me? Put her on. Okay. 
Huh? Let me talk to her. Okay. Michelle! Mm. Calm down. Get the phone. Mm. Piercing. I'm sorry, Greg. Shouting like in a Greek kitchen. <laughs> Much easier to put the phone down, run up, grab Michelle, and say, Oh, Michelle, darling, there's a phone call for you. Here she is, Greg. All right. Hello. Hello, little cutie. Why are you dropping out of school? I don't know. I don't like it. I didn't like it either, but you kind of needed to get through life. What grade you in? 11. How old are you? 16. 16. What are you going to do now? That if you drop out, what will you do with each day? I don't know. Probably just sleep. What do mom and dad say about this? No, they don't want me to quit. You still live They're with your mom? get me to stay in school. Well, what is it you don't like about it? I don't know. I just hate it. I hate getting up early in the morning. Yeah, but what are you going to do with your life then? You're just going to live with your mom and dad forever? I don't know. I'm going to marry a rich man. Yeah, but you have to bring something to the equation. Are you strikingly so beautiful? I mean, are you so incredibly uh, perfect in physical form uh, that the man won't care that you can play a racquetball game inside your empty cranium? <laughs> ah, are you so perfect in every way, demeanor? Are you so completely well-bred that you could dine amongst kings uh, and know which fork to pick up? <laughs> which fork do you eat the salad with? Oh, man. You don't know, even that. Uh -uh. So you're not going to find a wealthy man because a wealthy man needs a well-bred woman to take around with him, young lady. Right. Needs a woman with social graces. Needs a woman that can speak with aplomb and a full, full vocabulary. <laughs> I mean, a, a, a wealthy, powerful man doesn't want a woman when asked about her feelings on the Gulag Archipelago and today's feelings of Solzhenitsyn regarding yesterday's of uh, Pasternak. He doesn't want a woman that'll just go, Bleh. Yeah, you're right. You see that? Yep. So I think uh, I see a loading dock in your future. Wait a minute. I see your husband, pendulous belly. Uh, I see forklift. <laughs> I see pallets laden with produce. Yes. Yeah, I see a, I see a sweatshop. I see a hundred other women, all of them sewing. Yes. That's the future I see for you. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so get back into that school. Yeah, I'll probably but I have a chance to go back tomorrow. I just might go. I don't know. Do a good drop. I drop to your knees and hope that they take you. <laughs> All right. All right. How do you look? You looking pretty good? You hot little number? Yeah. All right. Well, finish school, and then maybe you will lasso some big lug, okay? Okay. All right. Go back in there and beg them to take you back for crying out loud. Yeah, I guess there's some people. You know, I hated school, too. I hated it, but you had to do it. Because yeah, I would have nobody to take care of me if I just said, that's it, I quit. What am I going to do, lie around the couch all day long? Good God in heaven. Yeah, but I guess a good-looking woman could find a man, and then she could just sit there. Maybe if she is good-looking, there'll be somebody comes along. She'll just eat bonbons, watch TV, and drive him crazy. And, but then again, a guy could do that, too, right? A guy could marry a rich woman, or I suppose I could... Uh, if I had to, I could find an older man to keep me as his young stud. Yeah, all day long, I'd be at the gym pumping up, getting big, getting bulky for my sugar daddy for when he came home from his million-dollar-a-year job to take me wantonly. I guess if I wanted to give up the pressures of shriekery and just live as somebody's toy boy, I could do that. But, uh, geez, it's not my way. I can, you know, the thought of living, you know, with another man. Of course, if I got a knock on the head. Yeah. apartment with a big smile singing it had to be you it had to be you no other guy can make me so high it had to be you 
love needs stars above. It's just unreal. It just had to be you. Oh, it's so nice when you cut a slice. It had to be you. I think I'm the one who should win an award. As the one most likely to be bored. It had to be you. Had to be you. It had to be you. Alright, I got my outfit all picked out. I'm going with the Golda May pants and the jacket. It shows my package real nice. It's got the back cut out. And I just had my nails done. Let me see, what else do I need? Now, when we come out of the limousine, we walk on that red carpet, and the camera bowl, uh, I think I'm going to do my hair puffy. I was thinking, should I do blow dry or curl? Blow dry or curl? I think I'm doing curl. You ain't going nowhere, punk. Wait a minute, Clinton. I've been planning on going to the Oscars all year now. And with you... Uh, Giving an award, I thought, you know, the camera, of course, would be on you lots of times, and I'd have my arm wrapped around your arm. Not in your wildest dreams, punk. You're staying here. Oh, Clinton! I want to go to the Oscars! I want to go to the Oscars! <laughs> oh! Wow, you stop that! I'm trying to have a discussion with you, and every time I try to talk, all you do is plug up the whole... There's your Oscar, punk. There it is. Polish it now. We want our Oscars to shine, don't we, punk? Polish it. <laughs> you are feeling bruised. <laughs> you know you love me, punk. See you later. You can watch me on TV. As we used to say in old Mexico City, AMF. I'm an aura fuss. That's all I am. I'm not a human being with feelings, with dreams, with hopes. I am an aura fuss. And that's all I'm supposed to do. <laughs> and I guess if I have dominated stick. What channel are the damn I spending his money on? You get live into a There it is again. The Oscars. Clinton presenting. And what do I do? I sit here at home. Oh, my God, look. Jeez, they're having him come up pretty early. Unbelievable. There. Let me crawl over to the TV set here so I can get a better look at my honey. Ah. Yeah, he looks pretty good as he's walking up to the podium, but... Uh... But I think he could probably use a little more grease in Formula 16. Yeah. Hey, who's that? Who's that? Thought I heard the door open. Oh, hey, hey, punk. Yeah, I was just in the neighborhood and I saw you. Yeah, I couldn't resist. So what's the story? You get the award yet or what? Get away from me, I'll hit you. Now we'll pause. Wait a minute, wait a minute. While Grease reloads, it's the one and only Grease Man Show. Gotta take a short break. You can call me while I'm away and get in the on-deck circle at 1-800-544-9294. And then we're back with all kinds of zesty goings on, Lord. Stand by for more of the Grease Man Show. 94 WSP. What's going on? Whatever it is that's happening, this is it. What's happening? What happened? What's going on? 
Chris, what's happening? What's happening in America? How else are you going to know what's really going on in the planet? What's happening in ignition? Well, get your skis all waxed up and put on your dancing shoes because 94 WISP invites you to join us Saturday at Montage for a rockin' ski party. Join Steve Trevelis in the lodge at Montage as he hosts a classic rock and roll concert featuring music from the Buicks and Slam. That gets underway Saturday about 2 o'clock. It's a WISP rockin' ski party this Saturday. And it's brought to you by Montage. Better skiing at the best prices by Wilberger Ski Shops and the Classic Rock Station, 94 WISP. Or WISP Philadelphia. Then away we go. Uh, hi, it's Grace. Hello. Operator. Yes, yeah, Grace. How you doing? Hi, Grace. I tell you, I'm in a tizzy. I don't know. I don't know what to do. My moral compass is spinning out of control here. What's the matter, sir? Well, I I've been fooling around a little bit on the information superhighway, and uh, you know, it was pretty innocent at first. All of a sudden, I I find myself in one of those electronic mail conversations with, well, this incredibly sexy woman. Right. And I'm a happily married man. Right. So I shouldn't be fooling around there like that. Now you're talking gutter talk on a computer with her, huh? All of a sudden my VDT, the, the screen there is just yeah. starting to smoke. See what happens when your wife comes walking into the room and says, Earl, you've been on that damn computer all night. All of a sudden written across the screen is, yes, when I jiggle to dodge, I feel the passion that flows from a man. Yes. Then you hit the dump button. Huh? Uh, Disconnect. It's my nightmare. Well, if this happens, I'm in, I'm I'm just I'm destroyed. It's not going to happen because let me give you clues. Here. Okay. Let me give you a clue. Let me tell you some honestly about all these relationships where guys talk to girls on telephones, states away, and they punch into their computers. If a woman were really primo, top of the line, a number one squack, right? She's not going to be sitting there at night getting her love life out of a computer. I guess you're right. So what does that tell us? It tells us that there's a woman that ain't been asked out in years. There's uh, Brunhilda, a true buffarillo, uh, sitting there getting her only jollies that she possibly can by tap, 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 tapping on the computer terminal. You must be... You don't, t you don't tell me that Sophia Loren sits there at night tapping away. <laughs> huh? Probably not. She does not, sir. I'm telling you, you hot units of the world don't even know how to plug the damn thing in. <laughs> I just got to So if she's off, sitting there chacking away and talking sexy to you, you don't want to see what's on the other end of that, buddy. Trust me, it'll be rough. Uh, be damn rough. What does this say about me, though? Well, <laughs> tells, uh, tell me you're not fulfilled in your marital relationship with the wife. Could be. Well, I got to work on that, Grease. All right. Good luck. I think you gave me good advice. Well, I hope it works out. I just wouldn't do it. You know, when it comes to finding action... Uh, in life, I have learned uh, that you want to see the commodity. You don't want to have uh, long-distance relationships with telephone operators, radio operators, CB freaks, computer people, because you don't get to see the merchandise. So if you want some action, you got to be grabbing the Hobbitle-Ga-Ga handbook. Let me just flip through here. Ran oh, 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 oh. This is good. Chapter 673. It's called The Support Group Group. Thumb through any paper. In the back, by the personals. 
Find where they have those Alcoholics Anonymous meetings. Sometimes you'll be driving by a church, and on the billboard it'll say, AA meets here Wednesday night. They're all over town. You're out shopping one day, and you see it up there on the billboard. AA meeting here tonight, 8 o'clock. You look at your watch, 5 to 8. What's not to look? You walk in the place, scan it. Give it a quick 20-20. If there's hot-looking babes in there, sit down. Ain't nobody good-looking? Leave. That simple. Check out a couple of meetings. Sooner or later, you are going to see some of the hot, ooh, young girl turn to booze early. Now she's 18, 19 years old, trying to shake it. Sit in there. Sooner or later, someone will say, I see we have a new, uh, a new visitor here. Would he like to get up and say his story? So you get up there and say, hi, I'm Phil. Everybody be like, hi, Phil. <laughs> and make something up. Who's ruined me? Ruined me. I had my own computer software company. I was going places, I'm telling you. I was going places. I'd have, <laughs> I'd have made Bill Gates carry my lunch. By the time I got through with it, oh, jeez, I took a drink. One drink led to another. Next thing you know, I'm face down in the gutter on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks, Phil. She gets up and tells her story. Yes, I'm Brenda. I was on the cheerleading squad, and I got into booze, but all the cheerleaders would sneak off. I didn't realize it would take a part of my life. It's ruined the relationships I had with my main boyfriends, and now I find myself fighting a daily battle to stay away from booze. Thank you for being here for me. Sit down next to her. When the meeting breaks up, you say, you know something, Brenda? Thank God, it's like fate. You know, I'm walking by here, I see this meeting. I don't think I can hold off. I think I need a drink. And he's like, my God, Phil. Phil, I didn't get your last name. Sokolowski. Phil. Uh, I don't think you should take that drink because if you take the one drink. Say, Brenda, I'm going to take that drink. I can't be alone tonight. I'm going to take that drink. She's like, well, I don't live far from here. Why don't you come up and sit to my place? We'll have some coffee. You say, all right, I, I guess I could do that. Next thing you know, you're head of the head joint. Make up more stories. Yeah, booze, I tell you. Got fired one job. Christmas party. I don't know. One thing led to another. She tells you your stories. You're both kindred spirits. Fighting the same fight. Leading the same battle. Squeaking the same bed. Have you noticed the pleasure's been heightened since you've stopped drinking? <laughs> Lucky I kicked those camels and have a heart attack with you, baby. Oh, man. Oh, that, oh, oh. supposed to take my mother out tonight. You're not going to drink, are you, Phil? Oh, God, no, I'm not going to drink, Brenda. You saved the day for me, baby. Tell you what, I got to take care of Mom, but uh, they do these meetings every week. Okay. See you at the meeting next Monday. The Grease Man Show. Yeah, buddy. Three, I want you to do the West Virginia boy.
You want to hear that? Yeah. A little bit of way. You want to sing the song with me? Um. <laughs> Go. Okay. Can you? You think you can do it? Uh. Let's try it. Not, not a very complicated song. Let's do it. Here we go. I'm a West Virginia guy, a West Virginia boy. West Virginia is my pride and joy. West Virginia is good enough for me. And I say bad lip bad lip I'm a West Virginia guy with a twinkle in my eye. West Virginia is good enough for me. Bad lip bad lip well, as these two West Virginia boys said, Teresa, and they decided to go into business for themselves, selling cabbages. So, they go up farmer's place, load up a truck full of cabbages, and then they drive into the big city where they have what they call a farmer's market. And uh, they sit there all day long selling cabbages, and people are impressed. People are impressed. They're like, oh, these are good cabbages here. They sell out the whole load. Then at the end of the day, they see how well they did. He said, all right, well, wait a minute now. We bought these cabbages for a dollar a piece, and we sold the cabbages for a dollar a piece. Wait a minute now. So we're still sitting here with $247. And they look at each other confused for a second till one slaps the other one and says, You idiot! I told you we should have bought a bigger truck! The Beacon of Shrieking Grease. The Grease Man Show. Show it. Led Zepp still to come. We're going to do Fudge Man a little bit later on. Got some Lawman action ahead. Uh, uh, the time I fixed Estelle's car, I spent a fortune on some jingles that have me less than enthusiastic. So stand by for more of the Grease Man Show. Every weekday afternoon, it's classic rock and roll with Russ Albums. Get me through my day every day. It's 94 WYSB's Russ Albums. Join me every weekday afternoon for classic quotes, extra long music sets, and a drive at five. I don't have to put in the tape or a disc. I can just put on the radio and listen to it for whatever I'm doing. Because you play all the songs I like. Wonderful to listen to gets me through work. Because they play song after song, you know, songs I like. When I come to work, you know, that's it's all we listen to. That's me, Russ Albums, the afternoons on Philadelphia's only all-classic rock station, 94 WYSB. Meanwhile, at the pearly gates of heaven. Okay, St. Peter, here's that next evaluation. Thank you. <clears throat> It says here you were a radio station. Hey, that's right. And instead of playing the quality classics, you played unfamiliar garbage no one cares about. You got it, babe. But who cares now? I'm in heaven. Not anymore. If you want classic rock and roll that has stood the test of time, there's only one place to find it. We must be in heaven. Just getting started. It's the Grease Man Show. Call now, toll free at 1-800-544-9294. The Grease Man. On 94 WISP. So constantly moving forward. You know what I'm saying? You need it. He did not did. I mean, sure, I'm doing the thrust of the thing by running my yap. Kind of need an identifiable musical sound. So I shopped around... Because there's a million people that'll do jingles for products and shows. I finally went with this one group. Ten grand for two different jingles. And I thought, hey, that's some money, but 
not as much money as the big studios charge. And plus, I guess I can tax deduct. It's kind of like a low overhead shop. So I get in there and I said, all right, I'm ready to hear the jingle. The guy smiles and he plays jingle number one. One, two, three, four. When you're feeling down and you are new in town, turn your dial to the Grisman show, the best show in town. Your spirit's gonna lift, your mind's gonna blow, the Grisman show. That's horrible. Your spirit's gonna lift, your mind's gonna blow, the Grisman show. That's horrible, for God's sake. Yep. That, that's bad, yeah. That's bad. That's your not bad, Deborah. I think you mean bad good, though. We've all been to that one, bro. That one you do all the way through the zone, man. That's it. That's, the that's all of it. That's all of it. Oh, that's nice. Really? Now that's what's happening. That is not what's happening. That's going to be the thing. That's not going to be the thing on my show. How about the moonwalking? Hey, now? let me tell you. What the hell you people been? There ain't been no moonwalking in years. I want a jingle that has command and presence, uh, maybe with a baritone. I don't want some, uh, that, 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 whatever that you call that abortion of a, of a jingle. Oh, there's two cuts. I get two for my $10,000. Oh. All right, if you would please play cut two. One, two, no three, good. four. <laughs> when you're feeling down. It's the same thing, I it? And you are new in town. New in town. Tell your dial to the Grisman show. The best show in town. Your spirit's gonna lift. Your mind's gonna blow. The Grisman show. Horrible. Your spirit's gonna lift. All right. Your mind's gonna blow. The Grisman show. Spare me. The idiot. That's awful. I've never, never done on a record before. I can see why. Nobody would have. That is bad. Believe me. Believe me. Believe me, that's bad. Believe me. And you expect me to write you a check for $10,000. Unbelievable. That is unbelievable, man. Yeah, well, you're darn tootin'. You're darn tootin'. It's unbelievable. Well, just then, as I was giving these guys what for, apparently some other people that worked in the studio, some other jingle singles that they had, they came in, and in Studio B, they were working on something else. And I'm happy to see you again. I said, now, this is good. Because you are my friend. This has got some snap to it. Oh, my. I haven't seen you for a long, long time. Happy that you're doing fine. Yeah, maybe you do this something like this for the Greeks Bad Show. Happy to see you again. Oh, the Greeks, the Greeks Bad Show now. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That would be good. Throw in some about a sea of soccer suit and a bone dry martini. Happy to see you again. Yeah. Man, that, that's nice, yeah. You know I'm happy to see you again. Happy cause you are my friend. I haven't seen you for a long, long time. It's been a week. Happy to see you again. Yeah, that, 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 bravo. That was very nice. Very nice. Now, now, to be honest with you, I think you and your partner ought to confer because, number one, I am not paying for those first two horrible, disgusting jingles. I'm not paying $10,000. So you're going to have to come up with another idea. So you two, you have a conference, you and your partner talk about it, and see if you can come up with another idea. All right? I don't come up with messy. Got to be running cold upside down his head, you know? Hey, yo, I'm not going to dig it. No, he ain't going to lay no more big rap up on you, man. I say, hey, Sky. Southern say I won't see him. Uh -huh. Pretty J, I did the same old, same old. Hey. 
Mac yourself a pro. Slick, the great matter back. Lot performers down. I take TCB in, man. Excuse me. You know what they say. See a broad to get that booty act <laughs> Leg her down or smack them, yak them. Code got to be. Oh, it is some sort of uh, code for fleecing the customer. But let me tell you something. I won't have it and I'm going to sue. Oh, you That's right. I'm taking you to court. The whole shooting match. There's going to be a subpoena. Come on. mean to tell me you don't care if I play that horrendous jingle for a jury? That's right. I said, well, let me tell you something, sir. You can be rootin' tootin' sure there'll be punitive damages involved. Come on. This place is going to be closed down. You won't do another jingle as long as you live. Your you mean to tell me you don't care that the thought of total ruination means nothing to you? That's right. Wait, right, just a cut and pick a minute here. All right, all right. Obviously, we're having problems communicating. We're having a problem communicating. Maybe what I, I need is not a jingle at all. Maybe what I need is some big voice. You know, like uh, ABC uses Ernie Anderson, or CNN's got the James Earl Jones. You know, some voice like, can you come up with one of your announcers to just like at the beginning of the Grease Bed Show, let people know what they're in for? Because I do all kinds of bits, all kinds of different stories. Maybe you can get one of your announcers to describe the ongoing charismatic nature. I think, oh, is that your announcer? All right, Please, uh, make believe you're the grease man. Now, what are you going to do in the course of the four hours? I'm going to chill out and struggle. Do this and do a little of that. You know, but look at this and look at that. You know, play some cards, drink some water, take a nap, wake up, and get ready. I'll be, I'll be here. I got a lot of things to do. All right, that's how sweet you be, buddy. It's the Grease Man Show. Parking or working the wadly let them day. Uh, everybody gearing up. Oscars. I'll give you Oscars. I checked the list. True Romance wasn't on there. What's going on? Uh, they, don't, they don't have gunfight movies getting Oscars. I don't know why. The piano. You seen the piano? No. I ain't seen the piano. <laughs> I'm sure I'll see it eventually. Probably got nothing against the piano. But, you know, movies that you want to see, for crying out loud. That one with Deborah Wanger, Remains of the Day. You know, you sit there in the movie theater waiting to see something violent, and they'll run a trailer for that one. You go in like, spamming. Let's see something with a little gunfire in it. Get an Oscar one time for crying. Anyway, let's check some topicality here. Topicality check. Listen to this roundup in Philadelphia. Reputed Philadelphia mob boss allegedly was rounded up. This big old law enforcement struck a major blow against one of the nation's most violent mafia families yesterday, arresting a reputed boss and 11 underlings. After months of bloody warfare. Among those indicted were Salvatore Avina. Yeah. The lawyer at one point reportedly said he would ask for the badge or seek family membership. To assure him of his loyalty, he said, If you want me to put my brains in the toilet, I'll put my brains in the toilet. Now, what does that mean? I mean, blow your brains out to show that you're loyal? Man, those guys are tough. That's a tough requirement to get in a group like that. I'll tell you what. Yeah, I don't think things weren't quite that tough during my brief tenure with the mob.
it was a big meeting. Our family and the Montecatini family. A big sit-down, a big pow-out. We had food. We had places for everybody. Before the meeting, the godfather came to me and said, You know, there's something that concerns me about our sit-down with the Montecatinis. I will need your help. I said, what is it, Godfather? You want me to smuggle in a rod and pump them full of lead right after the scoongeel is served? No, you know, there will be no violence. It's just that I am old and I am infirm. And I'm afraid while we are talking and eating and negotiating, I'll have a bout of gas. I don't want them to think that the tutu-tutu copy is weak. So if I should break wind, I want you to apologize for it. I said, Godfather, it would be my pleasure to take take responsibility for any noxious fumes you may send away. So it shall be done. Now let us go. So we went to the dinner table and shut up the old Godfather, man. We started away. We had some clams, some veal, spaghetti. Ah, oh, the spaghetti. Wouldn't you know, I saw him lean to the left and... Idiot's wind. I mean, conversation stopped. I stood up. I said, I'm very sorry. Just got back from Mexico. My belly hadn't recovered. Please forgive that hideous and uh, malodorous outburst. And so we went on, and, you know, the godfather was like, I think the drugs should stay with the Montecatinis. The prostitution will stay with us. I think numbers running can be equal, equally, equally. Sorry, Godfather, I didn't mean to do that. You say something about equally... Equally divided, yes. And I think that uh, from now on, our families should encourage Coapa, Coapa, Coapa. Sorry, Godfather. Oh, man, I'm having a time limit. Cooperation. Thank you all for coming. Well, the Montecatinis had been smirking through this whole procedure. Finally, when the meeting came to an end, two of them got up and walked to the head of the table and said, Thank you so much, my godfather, for your kind hospitality here in your home. We were wondering, could we please take a doggy bag full of this great spaghetti home to our family? The godfather said, I'm sorry. As you can see, we've eaten it all. And that's when the wise guy said, I don't think so. Look at this. You got two meatballs under your seat. Lead us not into temptation. Uh, we can find it ourselves. The Grease Man Show. Yeah, stand by. I got to take a break. Still some fudge man up ahead. The time is still. His car was on the fritz. And I had to get underneath that thing. And uh, yeah, there. Close- Adventure. Action. Romance. Oh. A time to share. Have you ever seen a grown man naked? It's the Grease Man Show. And if it's only your first time, don't worry. We'll be gentle. 94 WISP. I tell you what, I'm getting a lot of calls. People saying, Grease, the aftershock. The after. Don't worry about the aftershock. Uh, got a guy on the line here asking me about it. Uh, Grace Palace is fine. I'm fine. And life goes on. Oh, good. That's what I wanted to hear. Yeah, listen, uh, speaking of uh, earthquake, uh, you know, some people know that I'm coming out to the West Coast to um, 
do some touring of the cities, and they said, oh, God, you're going to California with all those earthquakes? I mean, so actually, Greece secretly, I, I'm looking forward to an earthquake. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, great, actually, as long as it's not a big one, it's kind of exciting. Yeah, I mean, you know, as an Easterner, I, I've never really... Yeah, man. A full quaking. And if it keeps people from coming out here just as well, damn place too crowded anyway. <laughs> Everybody makes fun of me. How about them earthquakes? You coming back yet? No. Yeah. <laughs> Stay back there. Highway's crowded enough without more people. If it takes an earthquake every so often to keep this state down to an even keel, well, so be it. Yeah, that's right. You're more populated in New York than us. That's it. So, well, hopefully we'll have one for you when you come out. Nice, maybe not a six, something to scare you, but a nice five-five. Another five-five. Yeah. Nice five-five. Huh? Will that just vibrate me or? Nah, it'll scare you a little bit, but that's that's what you, you don't want to go on a, uh, an easy roller coaster, do you? <laughs> no, no, no. I just. I just want to be able to, you know, move across the room, you know. Actually, you know, it wasn't it wasn't really an earthquake. What happened was that one of the pallbearers that were carrying John Candy's casket lost his grip. That <laughs> thing came down and boom. Actually, uh, actually, no, it was an earthquake. And, and, oh, no, don't give me those looks. John Candy, well, he's probably up there chuckling in heaven. I know he'd be chuckling up there. I know he wouldn't give me any grief about it. Still haven't gotten used to the idea that he's not with us, you know. I went to the video store and I got every video that was him on there. That Uncle Bud, Summer Reynolds. I just had a pile of that. I mean, I couldn't even get to the counter. I dropped them all, just weeping openly. But then somebody grabbed me and said, you know, he was a fast-living guy. Probably, probably liked it that way rather than get old and crotchety. You know, Alzheimer's can be a terrible thing. And, you know, I've seen it firsthand. My grandpa and grandma had Alzheimer's. And I, remember, I remember being over there because my mom had dropped me off when she had errands. And one time they were sitting there watching TV and they're side-by-side rockers. And grandpa said, I'll tell you what I want, Granny. Want some ice cream. She said, I'll go to the kitchen and get you some ice cream. He said, you better write it down. I want ice cream with nuts on it, sliced strawberries. Write it down. She said, ah, doll, then you don't have to write anything down. He said, yes, you do, because you forget. Ice cream, nuts, strawberries, bananas. Put a cherry on top. Write it down, damn it. Write it down. He said, shut up, you cute. I can remember. About an hour and a half later, she comes staggering back out of the kitchen. And she's got bacon and eggs, home fries, a, a big old stack of flapjacks. And Grandpa looked at her and said, damn it, I told you to write it down. Look, you forgot my toast. Look, he's still got those sofa scars on his cheeks. You know, from the psychiatrist office. The Grease Man. The Grease Man Show with the Who. That's Magic Bus. Uh, this is what... Uh, let me give you the, the kind of thing that drives that drives lawmen crazy. Let me give you the kind of thing uh, uh, that drives them nuts, nuts, nuts. It's, it's being involved uh, in one crime... Uh, and seeing another take place while you're in the, in the midst of it. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. These lawmen were chasing this car. Uh, the car they're chasing had people inside, ju juveniles, that had stolen two 12-packs of beer. 
So now the police are chasing. One of the people in the car leans out the window and shoots at the police. Can you imagine that? One of the people leans out. So the police return fire. Other people standing on the streets of Oakland, seeing this happen, start pelting the police cars with rocks, bottles. Somebody threw a picnic bench. You see, all, all these citizens standing on the street see is this one car driving at high speed, shooting back at the police, the police chasing. So the citizens, what do they do? They pick up bottles and throw them at the police car. I mean, is it any wonder you get a little feisty on the job? Time to wonder what it must be like to strap on a gun and pin on a badge and become a lawman. As action-packed as the job can be, sometimes it's slow. Especially downtown, especially late at night. All the winos are sleeping off their booze. All the citizens are home in their suburban hideaways. Just you and your squad car with the junkies and the hookers. About 2 o'clock in the morning, you get pretty bored. That's when you break out your pellet gun. Well, there's all kinds of mangy animals, rats, all kinds of unpleasant little flea-bitten dogs running around the garbage dumps. You'll sit there and just pass the time with your pellet gun. Flop. Dog takes off. Some cat howling at the moon. Flop. Sit there shooting rats on garbage cans. When all of a sudden you see this really mangy-looking dog. I mean, this dog looks so ugly. You put your pellet gun down and you take out your magnum. You take careful aim on the door. You figure this will be best for the dog. And you cut him down. And that's when some guy comes from around the corner of the building dragging the dead dog on a leash going, the police shot my dog! You fishtail out of there. He calls up 911, files a complaint. The next thing you know, you're all standing there, rigid inspection. The captain says, all right, who shot the dog? Some citizen called and said his dog was shot. All right, you're not going to tell me? I'm going to sniff everyone's revolver and see which one was the most recent fired. So sure enough, he's sniffing him. Give me a gun when I come by, I will sniff it. Sure enough, he goes, aha! All right, O'Toole, uh, three-day suspension for you. This gun was recently fired. Look at the deer. Dirty, the cordite all over it. And as for you, Henderson, you're fired. Henderson says, well, what do you mean I'm fired? The captain says, well, when I sniffed your gun, I could tell that barrel had been buried deep in the Bombay's, and we don't want no perverts on this police department. Now, the rest of you, stop standing around looking stupid and get out there and book up. This is it, man. The Grease Man Show. Yeah. All right. Now that I vented my spleen, maybe I'll go baptize the baby Ruth. But when I come back, still action and excitement. Got some fudge man ahead, more lead slinging, and, of course, intriguing stories of romance. Your phone calls at 1-800-544-9294. There will be more of The Grease Man Show. Legend has it that across the oceans, through the rainforest, down into the earth, inside the dark unexplored caves if you dig down below the surface you can find them 
the lost classic. Who am I? In the distant reaches of our galaxy, we have made an astonishing discovery. This weekend, 94 WISP has uncovered the lost classic. Songs you just don't hear anywhere else. Songs that have written the history of rock and roll. Lost classics. Red Zeppelin. Traffic. Deep Purple. Iron Butterfly. And many more. Plus, we've got your tickets to see Phil Collins live at the Spectrum on June 22nd. The Lost Classic Weekend begins Friday afternoon at 3 with Russ Album. Brought to you by Brother International and Philadelphia's only classic rock station. Holy transistors. 94 WISP. WISP Philadelphia. Topicality check it here. See what else is in the news. This is interesting. The headline reads, No sex, please. We're Swiss. The coach of Switzerland's World Cup soccer team wants his players to be celibate during this summer's tournament in the United States. How do you like that? <clears throat> Old Roy Hodgson of Britain, who's led Switzerland to its first World Cup appearance in 28 years, says his team's hotel will be off limits to wives and girlfriends. Computer games and billiards are envisaged for leisure time. I mean, he says, I don't even want to talk about it. I'm only thinking about soccer. And in the United States, we can achieve a once-in-a-lifetime performance if we concentrate on sport and not any kind of English. How do you like that? Well, if you're on Switzerland's team... That coach can't be with you every minute of the day, right? He might be able to keep a bunch of hussies from coming into the hotel, but I tell you what, when you kick the door to your room shut, ah, when you're playing in the World Cup, your manly tide is bubbling up. The coach is given a hobble kibosh, not even a snarling, not even a nosh. So here's a technique that's short and sweet. You don't even have to take off your soccer cleats. In the quiet of the pre-game locker, imagine you're a real bottom knocker. Get in there before the rest of the team and unleash a flood of protein. You might get switched as you sit there splayed. So make sure you drink plenty of Gatorade. Yeah. Nice. There you go, coach. Oh, sport in all the world. But it ain't no fun without your girl. So use this technique when you're feeling hot. And like the big game, give it your best shot. Rosie, you're the baby. Rosie drives me crazy. Rosie, you're the girl of my dreams. Rosie, how I need you. I never have to feed you. Rosie, even precious my jeans. I got I love you. I think the world of you. Who's there? Rock Rockin' with the Grease Man Show. <laughs> it's 
It's the Grease Man Show and Steely Dead. Turn it up, buddy. Loving it. Loving it. A little slice from the back of the rack. A little boss chuck. Derogative. My number is 1-800-544-9294. Feel free to call me anytime for any reason. What's cooking? Hello, Grease. Yes, sir. Hi, uh, just wanted to talk to you about this uh, interesting situation at my job. Yes. Um, just recently hired was a female manager about four months ago. Yes. And uh, just uh, just the other day at work, she, uh, this female manager came up to me and promised me good things if I were to uh, if I were to be with her. Yes. If I were to go out with her and things like that. Yes. One problem is, though, that my girlfriend works at the job there with me. So I do want to advance in my job, and, and my manager has promised me that if I were to, you know, you know, have fun with her, if you know what I mean. Yes. And uh, But I'm just wondering, how can I go about having fun with her with my girlfriend being there at my job? How does your manager look? Your manager look pretty good? Oh, yes, very good. If you didn't have a girlfriend, you'd be all over it like stink on poop, like white on rice, huh? <laughs> right? That's for sure. If you didn't have a girlfriend and this woman came up to you and said, look, I tell you what, big things in this job. You go out with me, put the stones to me a couple of times. Next thing you know, you're managing the department. You'd do it, wouldn't you? Yes, sir. I knew you'd do it. I knew it, by cracky. Uh, uh, because there is a double standard. Uh, there is a double standard. I mean, uh, look at this guy here. Uh, and on top of that, the woman is reasonably attractive. All he has to do is hit it a couple of times. Vast income. You see, people in Hollywood for years have said, Oh, the casting couch. I met with the director and he told me <laughs> that if I went to bed with him, I could get it. Does that really exist? Show me the casting couch. I mean, a lot of women complain about that. I think there's a lot of guys. A lot of guys that if you said to these guys, these aspiring actors who are now waiting tables, these guys that see, see actors on the screen that they think they could do way better than... I think if you said to the guys, look, you go in that room there and you put the stones to that beefy pig over there behind the desk. You do that and you're in the next Redford movie guaranteed. Hey, be in there. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? I mean, I think it's a great thing that women are taking control of the studios. That women have been elected is now in charge of creative programming. Uh, Sherry Johnson has now been hired. Uh, the Sony Music Group is proud to announce the acquisition of Zelda Gazornchak. That's great! Because, well, the, the women didn't like the casting couch. Oh, God, this horrible director, he pawed me. He said if I was going to be in God with the window, I'd have to give him a smaller than I just couldn't do it. And I tell you what, you put me in God with the wind, I'll eat that thing! I'm there! Where's the casting couch? Point me the way! If that's all it takes! You know what I'm saying? The casting couch is a good thing! So this is the same thing in your job! This is the same thing! You gonna get ahead? The way people have always gotten ahead in life. By steering Ned Nodule on the right path, buddy. Eddie. We're talking CBS miniseries, lady. Tell me a miniseries. My own series. Uh, Grease Man Private Eye. I'm there. Yeah, where do you like it? You show me where. Uh, you know, I don't care who it is. I don't care if she's semi-senile. I'll be all right when the swelling goes down. That's all right, lady. You just signed me in here, right? Well, who's writing this thing? Stephen J. Cannell? All right, yeah. And what do you want me to do, juggle Tata? You radio people are all alive. Yeah, well, we're looking for the big break. I think he may be it. All right, you want... Oh, nosh on the squat. Ooh. <laughs> 
doing the best I can, lady. Am I intruding on your personal life? No, you're not. I mean, you're going to make me a big star, ain't you? So, at least I can do is bury fish. Oh, God. Just, uh, I, I normally can get... Uh, I normally can get ten huts. Just takes me a, a little while. Yeah, that's right. Sometimes you may, and then again, maybe you wouldn't want to touch it with a ten-foot pole. Well, in this case, I... Now, what's that now? You aren't you what? You're in charge of the show that's on after late, late night, the later of the late... You're working on the, the 4 to 5 a.m. spotlight, and I'm going to be in charge of that one. Let's face it, you can't keep faking it. All right. Johnny Avocado. Nino Grease Manelli. You found him. It's the Grease Man Show. Yeah, I don't know. Well, then maybe I'll be a casting couch, but I know I can find me a rocking couch. True, you're listening to the Grease Man Show on the classic rock station. <laughs> 94 WISP. Hi, it's Grease. Hey, Grease. Yes. This is a disabled lawman. Uh, I called you back when Rondo was on. Yeah, how you doing? Well, uh, they want to they give me a medical pension or get fired. Uh, that's uh, the choices. Well, those are the choices. Either you, you go on permanent, permanent medical leave or get fired. Yeah, it's uh, $360 a month. Well, I say take it rather than be fired. Yeah. Should I... Uh, What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Uh, uh, I'm suffering post-traumatic stress and, uh... Post-traumatic stress! Yeah. You mean to tell me you, you are, are, are physically fit in every dimension possible? I mean, there's nothing wrong with you. No broken bones. And you're going to lose your job as a police officer for post-traumatic stress. Well, um, well I, I also need to walk with a cane, uh, from a car accident. Yeah, but that goes away after a while. The bones heal. Yeah. Yes, the cane will be not needed. So post-traumatic experience. You know who I fear. You know I agree with his philosophy and his diagnosis of post-traumatic stress. General Patton, and he said, "I'll give you post-traumatic stress, you lousy yellow belly. You get out there and kill Crouch. Do you hear me? Break the cane over the top of your skull. Get out there. You're a cop for God's sakes." <laughs> your post-traumatic stress. Right here, I got your post-traumatic stress. I was thinking about going back to school and becoming a doctor like you, Grease. Uh, you wouldn't be able to do it because you'd, get post you'd see a heart go into uh, sudden uh, fibrillation and you wouldn't know what to do. You'd have some sort of operation room stress. You could be a doctor. You see the heart is with the patient straight line. You'd go, oh, I'm having stress. The anesthesiologist would say, I'm losing blood pressure. I'm losing blood pressure. The nurse would say, my God, I'm losing the heartbeat. You'd be like, I am stressed. You'd give up. I'd say, eh. I'd say, eh. Have you got a mirror in that house of yours anywhere, buddy? Uh, a mirror you can look into. I want you to look into your own eyes. Where are you? Okay, get in front of the mirror and look into your own eyes. I'm looking into them. Now repeat after me. Yellow belly. Yellow belly. Yellow belly. Yellow belly. Gutless. <laughs> God bless. Gutless. God bless. No, not God bless. Gutless. Gutless. Gutless yellow belly. Bloodless and gutless yellow belly. All right, now get out there. Throw that cane down. Get back under the apartment. I don't want to hear about any of this post-traumatic stress. You're a cop, for God's sakes. Things happen. Get over it. Jump it. You know what stress is. You know. Oh, my God. Do we have to do this now? I'm trying to tear this guy a new one. Now, here comes a guy who knows from, knows from stress. 
you realize that without the existence of this man and his young chicken assistant, Robin, we would be subject to untoward violation without warning? That's right. Stand by for another episode of the most outrageous crime fighter the world has ever known. It's... Why are we driving to a ceremony? I see you've got your, your dress leotards on and your studded cape. I don't normally like award ceremonies, Throbin, but they've been perverted. And so we must go to make sure no untoward action happens. But jumping gerbils, my man, what kind of untoward action could happen at a ceremony to be televised nationally on TV? Well, just look at some of the ones we've had in the past. The whole train awards. Group of people make a circle. I remember that one, Fudge Man. Don't tell me you watched it, Throbbing. And then... No, Fudge Man, I did not. Although the whole train awards... It gets worse, look at this. Here's the Crammies. The Peephole's Choice Awards. The Hammies. Robin, what's going on with this world? I mean, there used to be a time when an actor or an actress could get up and do a role they could be proud of and then be rewarded for it. There was a time when we could all gather around and watch the spotlights cover the sky. We'd watch Lionel Barrymore. We'd watch Barbara Stanwyck. Now, look at this. Coming soon, it's the Golden Globes Award. I mean, what's happened to America? What's happened to us as a people? Calm down, Fudge Man. You're getting yourself worked up. Your blood pressure, you know. Although I do love you when you sweat. Stop it, Robin. Stop it. We've got to hurry. There's a hideous new statuette that's going to be presented to some lucky person there. At the Esplatomy Awards. Will Fudgeman and Robin get to the Esplatomy Awards prior to the award ceremony? Oh, like everybody else. Sit home and feel like they've been hosed. Tune in again for the most outrageous crime fighters the world has ever known. It's that young chicken assistant, Robin and that big bulky. Canada big time with the Eagles 1-800-544-9294 is my telephone number. You know we haven't done uh, thinking about it. we haven't we haven't played any quizzes. Have we? Let's get somebody off the blower here. Hi, would you like to play the Grease Man quiz? Yes. First name, what do you do? Frank, I work for a bank here in San Diego. All right, Frank the Bank Daddy. See what we come up with for you, Frank. Spin that prize wheel. 
on, suitcase full of diamonds. Come on, Iron Lung. Look at this. It's the Garden Weasel. That's right, Frank, the Garden Weasel. It's handy. It mulches. It cultivates. It aerates your garden. And with the on-vent springtime rolling around, you'll be Garden Weaseling away those weeds from around the stoop. Keep it handy. The Garden Weasel. You never know when you're going to need it. It's all from Spiegel, Chicago 60609. All right, give me the name of the most dangerous woman in America. Dangerous woman in America, Tonya Rodham Bobbitt. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, did you hear him blow it? Yes, he was a wacky guy. Oh, he didn't even try because he knew I wouldn't buy it. Yes, he was a wacky guy. I'm sorry. A bite in the bag to be sure, sir. But you gave it your best shot. That's all anybody could ask for. So we take off our hat for a man with the guts to play the Grease Man Quiz. Going to take a break and then I'm back. Still lots of action. Uh, I still got a medical man coming up. So if you got a doctor in the family, we're going to do some wheelchair warrior. So linger longer. There's more of the Grease Man Show. Call toll-free 1-800-544-9294. It's your direct number to the one and only Grease Man Show. grinning kind of guy. Uh, hi, you made it. How you doing, Great? I'm fine, sir. What's up with you? Nothing much. Uh, I'd like to ask your question, uh, you a question on, uh, I don't know. What's your question, sir? Well, it's, ma it's matters of heart. And uh, I know you're good at these things, so I I've come to you to seek an answer. All right, sir. What's your question? Well, I travel all around, all around the uh, country with a job, and I'd like to know, uh, you know, I've got a girlfriend and everything, and, uh, I see maybe three or four cities a week. I want to know what to do as far as uh, getting married or, or whatnot. Which, which is more important, a job or uh, or your family life? How old are you? Uh, 23. I say continue to work hard at the job. Uh, you know, in the old days, a man didn't get married till he was in his 40s, till after he'd established himself as a uh, successful businessman. Then he would take a wife, as the saying goes. You're too young. You have too much travel to do. I say enjoy the road. Zap your girlfriend when you're back in town. Let her know that you'll be seeing other people on the road. Every now and then you'll see a cocktail cutie in a foreign port of call. And, uh, I mean, for crying out loud, you're 23 years of age. You want to be tied down? Well, well, hold on. Uh, uh, when you mean days of old, how, how far back? Because I, I thought the thing was, uh, you know, you, you, the, the farmers or the people want their daughters to be married off young and usually to some strapping young... Uh... No, they want the daughters to be married off to some successful man. They don't want to marry to some strapping young farmhand. <laughs> they want the daughters taken care of. And likewise, you need to make something of your life, work hard for the next 10 years. Doesn't mean you can't get any ingus, but uh, as the years go by, once you establish yourself, then you get married. And um, who knows, if this girl's willing to wait, maybe she's the one. 
Well, she's waited uh, four years so far. I mean... Uh, Tell her to keep waiting. Uh, I guess... Tell her to keep waiting. <laughs> I guess the thing is to... Uh, how, how should I put it? Play the field. There you go. Bye. I got to run. Take these. You betcha, brother. Bye. It's Grease. How you doing? All right. How you doing? I'm fine. Hey, Grease, listen. I'm a lawman, too, all right? Yes. I can't believe you didn't dig into the guy before. You should have asked him why he had such a cowardly excuse to live and say he's a lawman, embarrass all the other lawmen in the country. Well, I think I took care of him, sir. Yeah, but you should have found out what he did. Well, obviously something happened on the job. You know, a suspect threw up on his shoes or something. Yeah, no, what I think it was. I think his mother or father left him in a dirty diaper for 45 minutes when he was little. Post-traumatic stress. He's going to use that as an excuse. Hideous. All right, officer, I'm out there for you. All right. See you. Bye, Grease. Bye-bye. All right, it's Grease. How you doing? Grease man, okay, fine. How you doing? All right. I'm fine. Atta boy, Tony Premier from North Bergen, New Jersey. You know that I heard you singing before. You know what I mean? And you sing pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. How about we doing the duet someday, you and I together? Well, I do some offshoot songs you might feel uncomfortable with. Really? Yes. What is your type of songs? Well, I tell you what, the kind of songs I do. <laughs> Everybody's got their signature song. Frank Sinatra's got his My Way. Tony Bennett's got his San Francisco. I like to sing about things a little uh, closer to home. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I like to sing about things that, uh, oh, I don't know, the average Joe doesn't feel comfortable with. Because you get a million singers out there, and uh, not any of them worth a damn as far as I'm concerned. Go to the go to the dollar rack at the, at the Woolworths and look at everybody who had a dream, who had a hope. Uh, and now his album's in uh, the dollar rack. Huh? Yeah. I mean, there have been a lot of people around, but not many of them could play the git box with their hydraulics. Now, let me show you something there. Uh, guys, gather around here. Oh, just some simple chords. Simple progression here. All right, guys, come on in here. Back me up a little bit. Here we go.
If I lose ten hot status, I can just play it like a bass, you know. Just slap out by. show with deep purple let me take a call at two at 1-800-544-9294 hi what's on your mind Peace. how you doing buddy i'm fine hey great um this is sean calling from connecticut you helped me out when uh, my friend's girlfriend put me on the spot last week sure sir right hey i was calling because i was curious you know i'm uh sitting back after a long day's work uh enjoying a little uh, bone dry yes sir and i was wondering why wait till the uh end of the show why not have one now? Well, why not take that glass of gin and just pour it up to the rim? Just uh... <laughs> Yeah, Oh, man, but I'd love to take a sip of that right now, huh? Oh, yeah. Why that, wait? That makes the last hour go easy. <laughs> easy, man. Yeah, I, I just kind of mellow it out. Probably take the edge off of me. Wouldn't be so quick to jump into people's stuff. Right. But, you know, the problem is, the problem with that is, uh, that if I start at the beginning of the show... Right. By we, the end of the show. By the end of the show, yeah. you'd say, you know, if you want to listen to me the last... Hey, the Greece is still on. It's his last hour. Let's tune in. You tune in the radio and you probably... <laughs> Sip of yours and hey, you got it. Hey, by the way, um, uh, I think I can write a much better theme song for you. Where do I send it? Oh, really? <laughs> oh, then that one that was on earlier, huh? God, oh, that was horrible. But terrible. All right, stand by. I'll take you off the air, all right? Mm -hmm. uh, stop sipping that martini when we're talking. <laughs> driving me nuts here. Right, out loud. Torture me, torture me. I got to take a break. But when I come back, I'm going to do a medical man story. So if you get a medical man in the family, say, hey, 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 Grace, get the radio on for crying out loud. He's fixing to tear it up. Stand by. I'll be back with more of the Grease Man Show. Legend. It's 
the Beatles. Getting freaky on us now, getting freaky. The Grace Mad Show, uh, sending up a blast and relief and bone dry time. But let me clear these lines, because I know a lot of people get a lot of things on their mind. 1-800-544-9294 is the number. Hi, it's Grace. Grace, how are you? I'm fine. What's up with you? Hey, I'm just talking in the little ones here right now. I was wondering if you have a bedtime story. A bedtime story for the little ones as they drift on off to sleep. Say hi, Grace. Hi, cutie. Oh, sweetheart. <laughs> Do you have anything, Grease? Uh, bedtime story for the little munchkins, huh? Yeah, that's it. I think you won't feel 4 to 12. I'm on the day trick now. I uh, gotcha. What are the little girls' names? Uh, Angela and Michelle. And they're both going to bed now? Yes, sir. Oh, how sweet. All right, turn the radio on gently. Hi, <laughs> right, sweetheart. Nighty-night. 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 Yeah, time to turn in. The Sandman's on the way. Yeah. All right, get under the covers. Here, uh, let me get some right music here for these little rascals. All right, tuck in real tight. Only chins allowed out of the covers. <laughs> <laughs> 